podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. I chased after her. Nothing would stand in my way. Not the dog walker, nor the hot dog vendor. Finally reaching her, I asked, what do you call that amazing smell? Um, it's Gain Flings. Gain Flings. My love had a name, but more importantly, it had a scent. Fall in love with Gain Flings. Seriously good scent. Try Gain Flings today with special savings at Family Dollar. My mate Gavin died recently after taking some heartburn medication. Honestly, I can't believe Gavin's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's potentially only a joke that, like, a certain portion of our audience is going to get. Didn't have a chance to research how global Gaviscon is. I reckon um, Gaviscon must be global. Everyone's got heartburn, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah brand... I mean, heartburn, heartburn's global. I don't know if Gaviscon is. I mean, yeah. maybe it is. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with Nate. I reckon it's more likely to be a UK-based thing. So extra points for patriotism, please. Okay, so yeah, you can't. I don't think you can get it in the states. No, it, no, so. no, no. But that's that's irrelevant. Come on, they've been discontinued in the US. Anyway, oh so no. Well, so is Gavin. <laughs> Gavin's also been discontinued because he's dead. <laughs> from Gavin's gone. Oh no, you know these kind of things make me deeply uncomfortable. I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> I do. Unfortunately, that's why I do them. I'm going to give it a seven point eight. What? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I kind of. <laughs> But that was an eight laugh. That was like a plus eight laugh. Yeah, wow. but there were some elements that I felt uncomfortable with. You know, dead jokes. The death. Okay. <laughs> not the yeah. not the spectacular pun. And I also think, like you said, not everyone globally, and we do have a global audience, Nate, would understand you know what, what Gavascott is. That's true. Sorry to the global audience. I don't <laughs> want to keep talking down my jokes. I keep telling them and being like, here's six reasons why I shouldn't get an eight plus. Stop doing that. Welcome to the Pad Hoc. I'm Lawrence Bretto, I'm with Chris Medland, and I'm also with Nate Saunders. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Oh, guys, it's good to see you. We had a few technical difficulties, as we've tended to do recently, because <laughs> Nate couldn't get his camera working or his mic working. Um, yeah, which is or... <laughs> which is quite important when you're doing a, a virtual um, Zoom podcast, I've decided, I've, I've realised. We got I there. Did, we got there. I did quite enjoy just watching. He had that sort of cheeky look on his face that he sometimes has. And I don't know what it was you said. Probably just hello. It was just that you were waiting to say it. But the fact that we couldn't hear you, it was like a massive disappointment. But also I felt more so for you than for us. Yeah. Well, no, I, I didn't feel like I had a cheeky look on my face, but maybe I, maybe I did. No. I felt you did. I felt you did. <laughs> and that's the main thing with a cheeky look. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you think you got one. No, it's about the that's impression. That's what your friends think. It's what it looks like. Get it? Anyway. Uh... No, it wasn't gag. I just meant genuinely like we're the ones who see it. So we it, that's what it's called a look. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a sprint episode. Because, Ooh, very good. Very because we're good. going to talk about the sprint and I'm going to sprint to the airport after it. So you're going to shoot out of the house. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. To the airport. Yes. Where I will um, queue, not one, <laughs> not two, 
but in Terminal Three. three. Times. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> that mate, that was that was impressive. I was quite. That's that's very good. Very very good. Uh, uh, we didn't plan that either, which no. any of it. So we peaked. That's the tagline to the pod. <laughs> we didn't plan that <laughs> any yeah. of it. Yeah. Um. No. Sorry. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you like the sprint? New the new format traps. Well, what is the new format, Lawrence? Enlighten us. Oh, very good, Mister F One. Well, I suppose as the official non-official spokesperson of Formula One, um, the new format, chaps, is practice and qualifying remain on Friday on a sprint weekend, but Saturday is now a standalone day with a second qualifying and then the sprint. So you'll qualify for the sprint on the same day and the qualifying from Friday will only apply to Sunday's Grand Prix. So Sunday's still like the cool day, the day where, you know, where Sunday really is like matters. still the OG day, isn't it? Like... Very much so. Very much so. Medlin's got his hand up. It's like we're in class. But what do you call qualifying on a Saturday, Lawrence? The sprint shootouts. Yes. Thank, thank you, Lawrence. Now explaining <laughs> the last three minutes of the pod. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like it. I've got to say, um, I like keeping quality in the race apart. Yeah, and me sprint too. It should be fun. And, sprint... and less practice, chaps. Less practice. Yeah, that is mega. I know a lot of people got very upset by Stefano saying that about practice, but I'd happily never watch another practice session again. Me too. Well, we, we've essentially now got a two-day race weekend, except mm. it's on Friday and Sunday. But you've got one practice qualifying race. That is an event. It's the Grand Prix yeah. event. And then just on the day in between, there's a sprint qualifying, a sprint shootout, and the sprint. But so the bit that slightly worries me, I really, I think it probably is a step forward compared to what the sprint was because FP2 really didn't do a lot for many people. But if you look at it, like you're trying to deliver more action, which we will get, but it is a lot less track time because now Saturday, that's just about one hour of F1 running. It's a 30 minute qualifying session because it's 12 minutes sprint Q1, 10 sprint Q2, eight sprint Q3. So that's mm -hmm. half an hour total. And the three sprint events last year, two were 30 minutes and one was 26 or 24. So at most you get an hour. Although in Baku, you'll get about That's six true. hours, but you know what I mean. But it's more quality it's... though. It's quality you're getting. Oh, I haven't looked at this question. Someone else can do the digging. Do you reckon there's a time limit on the sprint? Like, you know, it can't run beyond Ooh. a certain time, like a Grand Prix. Because if not, in Baku, we genuinely could run for six hours. It's a good point, isn't it? You, you would think that there would be something. Because obviously they're only going to be fueled for a certain amount of time. <clears throat> so I don't know. Talk about um, yourselves. I'm off to do some yeah, do it. Uh, research. Oh, this is this is this is excellent. This is Medlin's favorite research part, on the go. I think. Yeah, very um, much so. Just as long as he doesn't go to Google Maps and find Australian towns and cities. That's, that's where we're going to, to end it. Um but no, yeah, I I, I mean thing with practices right is that like the problem the problem with practice was it became a tv event didn't it <laughs> and practices mm -hmm. isn't really made for that so as long as all three days are going to be a tv event i think this is a good thing um, i think it's basically think... like a banter day isn't it friday uh, saturday now it's like friday evening important saturday just complete banter eight points yeah. available just do what you want to do then sunday back at it for the for the real stuff but lots of tension still on Saturday, right? Like I still, th I still get excited about watching a qualifying session, even if, yeah, um, in the sprint shootout, even if what they're qualifying for is a maximum of eight points for the winner, I still think that's a cooler thing to watch from a, a spectacle point of view. Uh, I think, 
Yeah, I think it'll be tense. I don't think it will be. <clears throat> I think this will be where Baku will be interesting. Is how intense? I mean, it's always tense when people are going for the quickest time, right? But mm-hmm. I think um, I don't know. You'll know it's not as important as the as the quality. My my thing I'm interested about is I think they've flipped things around now. Obviously, they did this because they're like we want we want um, drivers to be able to push all the time, you know, during a sprint. Because obviously, the issue was you do one two push laps. And then you kind of just sit back into position. I still feel like that kind of is going to happen because, you know, especially at Baku, like you're not going to want to push and crash and then ruin your car for the race, even though it has no bearing on the race. But I feel like the cars from like 12th downwards now just basically have a pointless day from, from sprint shootout onwards. Because if you're like running in 14th in the sprint, it used to be like, right, I've got to hold 14th at least because I want to start 14th. But now, if you're 14th in the sprint with four laps left, I know in Baku it might be different, but most of the time you're going to be like, look, let's just pit and retire because the next three laps are completely irrelevant to us. And even if something crazy does happen, it's literally one point if you finish eighth. So you mm. might not see it as it's it, you know the, the, the risk-reward factor. So I, I think it's almost like they've flipped around where the, where the cautiousness is going to be. The cautiousness now is going to be at the back end, and maybe there's more risk-taking at the front, which, to be honest with you, is more fun if you're watching on TV. I know some people love to watch the fight for 15th, but I'm not, you know, the, the the good stuff's at the front. So if that is how it plays out, if that's the only bad bit, then I think they've done it pretty well. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's always, it. there's always the risk of unforeseen issues, isn't there? Like, we, we're never yeah. certain. Like, look at Elimination Quali um, that we had a few years ago. And when it actually oh, God, played yeah. out, it just didn't work. So, you know, the only way to find out really is to run it. But I, I am slightly worried that that some a it, it does kind of kill that it, it's fine for just one off so like you know six in a year but it kills that kind of build up to a crescendo of a grand prix where it's like through mm. practice you're kind of you know like the way testing builds a bit of hype and it's like who's got what and it's not until qualifying happens that you see it so if you've had three practice sessions as much as they're not all that exciting on their own it's qualifying that shows you who's got what and then yeah. by the time the lights go out to start the race it has been like there's a big build up attention to that because it's it kind of felt a long time coming now i guess i can see that that's for some people, they say, well, it shouldn't feel like a long time coming. We should have more action. But I think if you did a sprint every weekend and you lose that, I, I don't think that's so good. I just think having the right balance, which probably got with six sprints, is you get a few that are a bit more all out action and some that have that build up to, wow, the Grand Prix's mega. But just to mm-hmm. very quickly before Beretto disagrees with me, sad news, there's a one hour time limit on the sprint. Uh... Oh, no. But there's research done live on the paddock. See, I do my well job done. sometimes. That was impressive. You well found it so good. fast as well, mate. You are very good, aren't you, Medlands, just generally. I have very my good. moments. Oh, is that because you're about to disagree with me? So you wanted well, to say something nice? Yeah, I kind of... He's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not often that I disagree with you, um, Medlands. And I'm probably not completely disagree with you. <laughs> but I kind of... But I feel like you're, you're hitting different audiences on you with mm-hmm. various things. And I just... I sometimes because I get so buried in Formula One and I love it so much and I want to follow all the way through that I have to forget that not everyone is like that. There are mm. going to be a ton of people who will just tune in for the Grand Prix on Sunday and they'll mm. just find out who is lining up where maybe five minutes before. Mm. So losing that kind of flow through the weekend, I think is probably only going to hurt maybe diehard fans who are watching, who love that kind of test match edge, you know, like you, every day matters type. No, thing. we're talking about Formula One, not Die Hard. Die Hard's uh... great franchise, but we're talking about Formula One. <laughs> uh, listeners, you can't 
tell how excited Chris was to say that. He was could, just so excited. <laughs> that was amazing because you could see for about a split second before that Meadows had a really funny thing to say. And to be fair, he's he's nailed it on this show. He's he's done a few. He did the Q1 thing, which was great. Now Die Hard, I'm 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 amazed. I'm, I'm so a good day. I've often yeah. found that Meadows is at his best, right? When he's under pressure, like he's got to do <laughs> 5 billion things in one day, which that is, is what true, he's doing actually. today. I think and that's why exactly. you plan things like that, Meadows, is because when 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 you've got five hours to do one thing, Meadows is just like, nah, not really interested. But when Meadows has got five things to do in one hour, he's like, you know what? It's meddling time. <laughs> 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 this is my time to shine, baby. I mean, um, I'd say that's, that's pretty accurate because today I was... I was going to explain this to Lawrence earlier but I'll, I'll explain it with you here Nate because I said you know I'll use it on the pod but I'm actually really pleased with how my if we call it a break how my break's gone because beforehand best intentions was to do a load of stuff and in reality normally because you've got a lot of time you kind of push things and push things and don't actually get them done and we go back to racing and I'm like I really should have made better use of that time at home but done a load of stuff at home in terms of just boring admin stuff about um, where we live and house hunting and things like that which is all very exciting um but also i wanted to i know this is boring for you nate but play more golf because the weather was getting better and there was just a time in one place to do it consistently uh which i've done i played this morning i got up early and played this morning before coming back and doing the sirius xm show all went smoothly um i got all my accounts done which is a huge undertaking uh, each year and i made use of this gap and being in one place to get through all of that i got all of the work things done i wanted to get done but also did sort of little things like I went to the opticians and now I need glasses. So everybody can be so excited that on a podcast no. where you can't see me, I will wear glasses in future. Welcome to the club. Yeah, I quite like them, actually. I'm all right with it. Um, boy, did I need them. Uh, so, yeah, like, and there are all these things where there were little jobs that I would needed to tick off. And as I sit here now, I have about two jobs, one of which is packing, to tick off before leaving for the airport in 90 minutes, at which point I actually will be done. And I won't have to do work at the airport. I can sit back and have a beer with Lawrence Edmondson. I can sit on a plane for five hours and not get any sleep and land in the morning and wonder what happened to nighttime. Uh, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling. Are you going to be okay packing before you get your glasses though? Are you going to be like <laughs> Velma on Scooby-Doo when she loses her glasses and you're going to be crawling around like, I can't see without my glasses or are you not that bad yet? I'm not that bad yet. But also if I am that bad, I've been that bad for a while and I've successfully packed up to now. Or I've unsuccessfully packed but not realised. So either way, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine yeah. with the status quo. That's why you've been doing that thing, covering one one eye like from Monty Python. Being like, you're, so you're climbing the two peaks of Everest, are you? And then it's... the other guy goes, no, just the one peak. And then John Cleese covers his eyes. Like, oh, yeah. Great sketch. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't quite work when you're having to vis- uh, explain it, does it? Like that? No, on a podcast. Too, on uh, a podcast. And when I'm not John Cleese. Hmm. When I'm not John Cleese as well, that's also quite quite bad. Um Excited for Baku, lads? I'm not going. I'm back in Miami, obviously. So I'm actually kind of... It'd be nice to be out there for the first sprint, I've got to say. I'm excited about Baku. Um, Not because of the party to start the weekend, which is what he wanted to jump in to say. Yes. (laughs) But because um, you are the voice of Baku, Medes. Like, every time I I walk outside of a building and track action is on, I'm going to hear Chris Midland's voice or the guy that he's commentating it's with. It's just like listening to the pad hoc over and over again. <laughs> but better, actually, probably. Pretty much. Um, I do talk no, just as much nonsense. No, this is better. Yeah, to be fair. And this, although this has less Azari in it. So, I mean, you know, bilingual when I have to go to Baku. I'm not. 
uh, as Lawrence says, there's a guy that speaks the local language next to me who it started off. So um, this guy called Tural, who uh, I was paired with back in 20, I think 17 was the first year I did. And he was so not clued up on F1 at that point. Like, he's a local celebrity, but he's so not clued up that he would just translate everything I say. I think I might mention this on the pod before, but now he's stopped doing that and he'll, he will like, largely he, he's listening to what I say and trying to understand it and then rephrasing it in a way that's more easily understandable um, in the local language. But I also then hear him go off on tangents and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, it's like he's flown the nest. Um, he's also giving people way better insight than I ever would. So uh, it's also a little bit painful because soon they will be like, right, we don't need the guy in English. Like he, he adds nothing. But um, until then, yeah, I, I do it every year at Baku. So it's uh, it's a fun weekend in that sense. I do a little bit less, little bit less writing. But um, yeah, I do uh, commentary. So as you can tell, I like to talk and I get to talk even more. You'll get to a point, mate, where he is speaking, you know, to to uh, to other to other locals and he's looking at you and he's like, see that guy? Taught him everything he knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. He, that Medland, you should have seen him when he first came in here. Green as grass. Um, That's what's going to happen. But no, mate, it's a mega gig. I've always been super impressed you've got that. Um, it's fun. It's fun to do. It's um, I really enjoyed doing it. I might be doing a bit of it in Miami actually as well in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, because the guys that I do all the live shows um on the Sirius XM is a company called Speed City Broadcasting, and the guys that run that are doing all the track announcing there. So they might yeah, get me involved. I'm actually oh, hoping, okay. hoping that there might be a window to do a little bit of a pad hoc reunion during a session or something. Like if you guys get a window, oh, that'd be amazing. FP two or something or FP three that we could just go and do a bit of a, a chat in a commentary booth. We'll work on it. Hold your Mate, horses, America. I, I can get a window. I can get a window and wide open, wide open window. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've done, I've not done that before. So I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Well, this I, confirms that Nate is coming to Miami. It, yeah, he is. I am. It is. <laughs> I don't know what other, don't know how else to. <laughs> Are you ESPN in it up? As in I am on the indeed. television Yeah, side? yeah. We, we've got a big team coming. Um, I'm really excited, honestly. It's it's like um, it's. I think it's becoming one of those big big events for us. Um, and obviously, last year was such a big event, career wise. <laughs> I'm doing Marty McGee again, hopefully, uh, on the Saturday, which will be amazing. With uh, a hangover again? Be... Sorry, <laughs> with a hangover again? Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's what Marty and Ryan have already told me. So um, you know, I can only go along. It's their show. Their names on the You've door. You've got to so deliver. I can't. I can't argue. Um, yeah, it should be fun. So, but, but yeah, but you guys got to get through Baku first and then you get to see my lovely face on Tuesday in, in, in Miami. In the flesh. Uh, I did want to ask though, if you have the same set of sunglasses that you had last year, because those were quite iconic when you were sat on the set of Marty McGee and it was bright sunshine early in the morning and you're wearing your sunglasses and not a hat. And I think the top of your head may have burned slightly. <gasps> the top of my head, I'm pretty sure I only just stopped singeing from there. Um... Do No, it's not exactly the same, but they're, they're similar... They're not Oakleys now because I've lost those. Because you know, you guys know me. Wow. I've got so I've got some with a similar tint to them. Um, so, so basically, the answer is yes. I, I'm going to try and find a very Miami style shirt to wear this time. You know, oh, hello! I've kind of so, got yeah. one, but I don't know. You could maybe wear it open. No offense, but it is it's quite tight on me, so I don't yeah. know if you'll just if you'll just chest to... hair out and everything. Yeah, what do you mean shirt underneath? 
I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe shirt underneath. I'll probably uh, no. I'll probably I'll probably stop in to to see my good friends at uh, uh, Old Navy uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, buy something there. I do have a do have a bright salmon shirt. That, that's quite Miami-ish. If I can find oh, a good that one. is really Floor nice hat. pastel pastel colours are good for Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watch this space, lads. Watch this space. But if you're there on Friday, you might be able to hear all about it, right? Over the tannoy meadows. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, maybe Saturday morning. Maybe we'll see. We've got to. We've got to make that happen. I'm just. I'm just here making promises that I may not be able to keep. Yeah. <laughs> um, like another one, actually, that we we've loosely discussed, haven't we? That me- just maybe not in Miami. It's a bit too soon. Maybe in Austin. Maybe we might potentially potentially see if we could maybe just maybe do a live cautiously. Yeah. <laughs> Safe safely. <laughs> Tentatively, what other words have we got? Um, um, I think we've used all of the words. We have. And probably lost the whole point of what I was saying. But yeah, maybe do a live pad hoc in Austin before the Grand yep. Prix. Mm-hmm. Uh, exa- exactly. You'll get sound effects like that from Lawrence. <laughs> You'll get to see Lawrence making them with his mouth as well. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, <laughs> that's part of a mission alone. That's I how mean, it works. What we'll a point. We'll do, so we'll do the joke live. Mm-hmm. We'll... We'll pick a random part of America and just read town names out, yeah. <laughs> which Lawrence especially loves. Yeah. What else we'll can we golf. do? Uh, oh, yeah, golf. Nate loves I mean, that. I tell you what, if we do a live show, what you can do is you can find a golfer in the audience. He can replace me for five minutes. <laughs> I'll go to the bar, get a beer. By the time I've come back, golf chat's done. <laughs> and I'll be heckling you from beers? the bar. Will you bring beers back? Yeah, I'll bring three beers back. Okay. You know. okay. Then three, I'm maybe. very pro that. I like this. I like that. That's a good idea, isn't it? From part yeah. of the yeah. bar. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Meadows is having a good day. Meadows is loving today's episode. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's that's on our radar. We're going to see what we can do. But you can obviously mm. uh, sway our decision by, you know, just this is completely shamelessly asking you to then, you know, tweet us or something and say, do it. But um, if maybe three people say that, that'll probably yeah. do it. That's enough. <clears throat> but if you are coming to Austin and you think that's something you'd like to to come to and spend money on. I don't, th- I don't think it would be super expensive, you know, only about $350. No, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be anything like that. I it mean, be- we haven't even talked about pricing tiers yet, have we? No, <laughs> so, and we'll have to do that like, based on demand and the time and the, uh, exactly. The you know, and obviously there'd be a 25, 25, 50 split. You two get in 25, I get 50. You know, I just think, I think that's fair. Yeah. We'll, right? we'll, package, we'll package it like a Vegas ticket package and you'll get. <laughs> yeah. Nothing you might not VIP. have a view. You might not get a view of all three of us. But it will cost you three thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear but not see us. Um yeah, we need to there's some work we need to do. But yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I think we should do that for sure. Yeah. We think we should do it basically, but we don't know if anyone else thinks so. Yeah. So we're just fine. Yeah, so we just want to know, don't we? We want to know if you want it. Yeah. If you want it, if you really, really want it. <laughs> all right, mate. Um, all right, all right. I feel like a I, before Medus has any more high points in this podcast, because I think he's had too many, and I'm a bit worried he's going to miss his flight. Uh, I'm going to call it quits there. Chats. When's your flight? Uh, tomorrow. Okay. Wednesday. I'm on a charter out of. Heathrow. Oh wow! So I'm for the first time. This is preempting for the first time ever in my life on a charter back from Baku. But oh, there we go. Your one goes out from Heathrow and it goes back to Luton. So I've got to land at Luton at like gone midnight. And find my way back to my home, which is near Heathrow, which for anyone uh, else who doesn't know the location of airports means about an hour, an hour and a half drive in the early hours of the morning, if I can find an Uber. But you and do then get... you're just gonna and you're just getting a flight to Miami the next day. Yeah, about ten hours after I land, I need to be at Heathrow ready to take off to go to Miami. Jeez. 
it's just such terrible. A, it's such That's a logistical nightmare yeah. in this race. So, I know uh, oh, not on your part. I mean, just terrible planning. Just you know, yeah. generally for F one, like what were they thinking? Yeah, uh, damn you, F one. What were you thinking, Lawrence? You specifically? Um, when I you drew up the calendar. Had no control over this elements of the calendar. Um, I'd give I... this back to back a six point five, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, oh, that's not really scoring me, so I'm not really gonna. That doesn't affect me. Well, Nick. some of us take pride. Some of us take pride in our work, Lawrence. Others don't. <sighs> dear, oh dear. I was just going to mention this is t- race ten in fourteen weeks. We're going to have ten races in fourteen weeks. Yeah, I know. Ten. Ten. It's going to be crazy, isn't it? It's five and six, isn't it? Just about to happen. Two and yeah, two. Yeah, there's just there's just so many. There's just keep, so many. Keep changing. <laughs> Change One in three days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, two, well, two in three days, mate. Oh, God, yeah. With a sprint. Oh, oh my dear. God, there's even more races now. <laughs> 13 and 10. That's How are we going to cope? That's awful. Oh, my word. Oh, but you love it, though. I can see it in your faces. Yeah, you yeah, I'm it. buzzing. You love it. You love it. Let's do it. Yeah, just before you do sign off, actually, refreshed and energised. I didn't think I'd say this, but yeah, ready to go now. I'm up Honestly, it's almost like a few weeks off. Racing's a good thing for everyone. Come back yeah. and we're, we're ready to go. Let's just do excited. it. Let's excited. Excited. Right then, chaps, I'll see you soon. You can read Nate's work on ESPN.com, Meta's work on Racer.com, and my work on F1.com. And we'll do this again, maybe potentially live, in Miami next week. Bye. Bye. Network.